You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. All right, guys, welcome to session eight. I think this is going to be a really helpful session to kind of just ground into the fact that at any level in any stage in business, we often have to recommit to our goals. We have to get re-excited about the process. We have to decide what that means for us and what that looks like for us. And I think this is just going to be a really helpful episode that will help you literally no matter what stage of business you're at. I think this idea of getting super clear, recommitting and making really specific and tangible goals around that is so useful and so helpful. And hopefully this gives you a perfect example of how you can do this and how you can apply it in your own business. So I hope you enjoy session eight. All right, we are here. We did it. What's going on? Good. I feel like I've lived many lives since I spoke with you last. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about these many lives. Well, I sold three millionaire spots. So that's like 120 grand. So good. So that was fun and spicy. Black Friday boot camp happened, which was very successful. We had very, very high attendance every single day, and we didn't really have any drop off. Obviously, they paid for it. So you would hope that yeah, attendance yeah. would be high, but still, um, like it was consistent every single day. We didn't have any drop off. Started selling 2023 sales planning workshop got back into video and we just sent our seventh CEO confessions, spoke with the psychic, decided that maybe you are right. Maybe it is time to go all in on mindset. And that's at the end. Also decorated for Christmas. Also had a photo shoot. Also cute as fuck. So cute. Your makeup looks so good. I can't wait to see the pictures. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about the, I might be right situation since that tickles me. We'll start there. Well, <laughs> well. What I told Paul yesterday when we were going to dinner is that this is kind of like the closest I've gotten to Singapore, Sabrina, in many years. I agree with that. I think what and what's different is I feel not as like chaotic, manic manifesting energy, but I feel like very yeah. like consistent and stable. And Paul is like you are Singapore Sabrina's wildest dreams. And I was like, that's a really sweet way to look at it. But I also just feel like that bitch would want me to be slightly spicier, you know? Well, I think that you're like the, I don't know if you're going to hate this, but hear me out. But you're like the grown up version of Singapore Sabs. Like you were like 23 then or what? 24 then. Yeah, 23. But still, I feel like, you know, Maybe, maybe no dancing on tables, maybe no tequila shots, but I feel like there's, there's room for like a little bit more magical spice is what I'm kind of saying. Okay. That's fair. I get that. That's where I feel like the mindset piece can come in a little bit. Yeah. Because I think what you have done really well is take the chaos out of the other stuff, right? Like you are being really consistent with the podcast, with the emails, with the Events, like all of that stuff is happening in like a super grounded and consistent way. And so you kind of have the 
the strategy and execution piece on your side, but like you haven't really gotten to like play with the mindset because you were so busy getting that set up, right? Yeah, I agree with that. That sounds true. Great. You know why that's super convenient for me? Because you're planning on bitching about that today? Well, that's too bit um, because I recorded a solo podcast episode about how mindset is your biggest lever to pull. So that's perfect. Anything for the content. <laughs> Whatever makes it work. Do it for the so ground. Yeah. Okay. So good. So what, what about the psychic made you realize that? I don't think it was anything about the psychic made me Oh, those were like that. separate points you were making. Yeah. So like, you know this, but like every year for God knows how many years now, I think this was my seventh in a row. Like I go see this one psychic and she kind of gives yeah. me like an energetic reading for the year ahead and like energy for each month. And um, she basically said something along the lines of like, you kind of go through like seven year life cycles and you're starting a new one. So like mm. where you were- when you first went to Bali, like that's kind of where you are mm. now for this kind of new face. So that was pretty exciting. And she also just kind of confirmed for me, like what I've been wanting, which is like to go like write books and speak on stages and kind of go a bit bigger. So that was like a nice kick in the ass. So I've also got a meeting with like a book agent lady, whatever thing at the end of the month, I had booked mm-hmm. it in with her team. And then they emailed me and they're like, Oh, like, our like owner wants to speak with you directly. Can we change your appointment? I was like, sure, fine. You'll look cool. So that's going to be fun. So what does the new life cycle mean to you in your mind? Well, I think that the children and family piece is definitely a big part of that. That's I, what think I was thinking. Yep. Continuing to scale the business is a big part of that. I'm grounded in a way that I have not been. Like I was telling Paul's like, it is so weird, like how much shit we own. Like we own a car. Yeah. You know, like we lived out of three suitcases for three and a half years. And now we have like so much stuff like forks, knives, spoons, animals. Like it's just much things. Cookbooks. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I think that it's helpful to kind of see this as the positive start where you're not trying to get back to that version necessarily, but you're like creating a different version of it that serves you now, right? Because I think like the point of Sabrina or of Singapore Sabs is like the energy. It's not the yeah. specifics. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Scotland Sabrina's 2.0. Yeah. And you have been leaning into spicy Sabs too. I feel like like the CEO confessions have been really, really good. And I feel like that's going super well. Yeah, we got a ton of responses from last week's and I had someone message me and they're like, can you please make this shareable? Because I want more people to read this. And I was like, okay, I've got to figure out something here. Yeah, I agree with that. So that's why I'm glad that the CEO confessions are going to be on the podcast. But I think I'll start publishing those on LinkedIn and maybe like on the blog after a while. So maybe like a month after they drop, they can go on the blog. But we'll, we'll figure that out. I think we talked about this in text maybe, but we talked about it being on a private page. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, I like the idea of it being on a public blog just from like an SEO perspective. Like if someone mm-hmm. stumbles upon it, I get that. Obviously we want people to opt into the newsletter, but like maybe I just don't care that much about it being in a bunch of different places. Well, I think you could be like kind of particular about like, you know, maybe just a handful, like yeah. one a month goes on the blog and then the 
CTA of that is like, we release these weekly if you want access to the rest opt in here. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Like kill two birds with one stone basically. Yeah. And we're going to add CEO confessions to the homepage for people to opt in for it. Okay, good. And just really start promoting that more. So that feels good. All right, done. So we'll do like one a month on the blog. Yeah. Um, And then also we have a reel a day going out from today until the end of time. So I did a video shoot in LA a couple of years ago and we're repurposing that content. And we have about 60, 65 reels just from that one alone. So they want to do one a day. And I was like, maybe do four to five a week instead of seven, just to give us a bit more runway, but we'll book in some production days to record more content. And then since I'm already recording my podcast in the studio, we're going to start video recording that as well to use that as content for real, but also for a video podcast on YouTube. And then Paul and I are going to try doing kind of like our own once a week, like content production day type thing. So we'll see how that goes which I feel optimistic about it because we had a photo shoot this morning and it went really well. And we're so used to kind of shooting together and filming together at this point. I think what's really helpful here is to see how like, I remember like when you filmed that in LA, like I think there was like quite a bit of chaos around that time. And so it's Mm -hmm. almost like you didn't really get to fully utilize everything that you did with that time. And so I think like to be able to go back and really see that like fully realized, fully utilized, Mm -hmm. get to see that it's just as valuable now. Like, I think that's like a really cool thing to get to do. Yeah. Cause we recorded them originally as like Sabrina show episodes. They were all five to eight minutes and we did publish a bunch of those, but I just feel like nowadays people want like short form video. So, I mean, we can always have both, but we're just chopping it down into reels. So they're all like 45 seconds to 90 seconds. So they're a bit longer teaching ones. Um, and then they were like never intended to be real. So I think once we like actually go in with like content topics that are like 45 seconds, 30 seconds each, it'll just be so easy to pump it out. Yep. So good. Yep. So that's coming soon. Yay. Okay. So those start today. Mm-hmm. The first one might already be out by the end of the call. It goes out 10 a.m. Eastern. Dun, dun, dun. I don't even know what time it is where you live. It's 9.18. Okay. So 42 minutes. Stay tuned. Perfect. Okay. Very, very happy with that. All right. You guys know I am the biggest fan of repurposing. And so just wanting to normalize this and take a moment to say, yes, this is what we absolutely can and get to do in business, right? Sabrina's reusing videos from a shoot she did in 2019 for a totally different purpose. You know, I mean, there wasn't even reels in 2019, right? So being able to repurpose those videos into reels now is such a powerful thing in her business because she's making use of the assets she has. So it doesn't always have to be about creating new. It has to be about leveraging what we have. And so just a reminder to do that in your business. You know, what is sitting on the proverbial shelf that you could be reusing and repurposing to create new content with or to create new videos with or to use in a different way than you maybe had even initially intended to? Take this moment to ask yourself that because it's often so surprising to people how many 
opportunities they have to do that when they really open their mind to that. And that's what helps you work smarter and not harder. And it's what also makes it feel worth it for you when you're doing those things, right? Like for example, it feels really worth it for Sabrina because that video shoot she did back in 2019 is still getting traction. So finding the things that can do that for your business, whether that's you know a video shoot you did or it's just content you wrote a long time ago, really look at that and see how you can leverage it and repurpose it because I promise it will make such a difference. And are they like aligned to like pushing to specific programs or are we just kind of like rolling them out as is for now? I told them I wanted to keep them evergreen and the idea being like, let's just capture people in the DMs, but also that way, like if I want to republish that same reel a year from now, I don't need to exactly. worry about editing out the pitch. So I asked them to keep them evergreen, but they were like, what programs do you want to push? And I was like, none. Not that, not like none, but just, you know, like, cause what happens is people are going to see the videos and they're going to go on my Instagram and they're going to creep and they'll be like, wow, she's so cute. She's so smart. Love her, pay her. And then they'll get into the funnel that way. Okay. Perfect. You know? All right, you guys, <laughs> this one drives me crazy, but the BS in our industry that you don't actually have to sell, I just cannot say enough how detrimental I think that is. Not because I think that everyone has to sell all the time, no matter what, but because I think the the idea that we're supposed to have these big results, but then like vilify the ways we get there is really, really unfortunate, right? It's almost like being like, you have to have a body that looks like you work out all the time, but you're not allowed to work out all the time. Go figure that out, right? It's just really unhelpful and like just completely not empowering, right? So for me, I'm like, it doesn't really matter to me if someone wants to sell or not sell in their business. Although of course, if you're my client, I'm gonna give you a hard time about that. But what matters to me is that you don't make that wrong and that you don't create a story that says i'm not a good business owner if i have to sell right because the truth is like that is exactly what businesses are based on and any narrative that says otherwise is just untrue so again you get to find the way that makes sense for you the way that feels best to you the frequency you want to do it but let's just stop making it wrong to sell because that's what we do in business. Let's stop making it wrong to treat our business like a business and have to use business principles. Because again, like that's what we do. The win isn't in not selling. The win is in looking at all the blocks that you have and stories that you have around that and figuring out how to move around them in a way that feels really good, really in integrity and really supportive to you and to your audience. That is what is going to get you the best results in business. Not selling is almost never going to get you the best results in business. And we just have to be honest about that. Yeah, what, speaking of, what's the funnel right now? So you're like kind of selling millionaire, but you're not really selling millionaire. I'm selling millionaire and wealthy at the moment. Mm -hmm. And then the quiz funnel is being reworked to sell the courses. Good. So I feel happy about that. And then, yeah, the coaching programs, I'm just going to sell those motherfuckers all the time on Instagram. And then next year, I might move from like a monthly live program to maybe like eight a year just to give me a couple, yeah. a little bit more time to launch the programs themselves. I very much agree with that. But yeah, so I'm feeling good there. I think that that would be better for you in so many ways. Like, I, I really think that's a smart idea. Yeah. I mean, like what we're finding is that like a lot of the people who are buying Accelerator and Millionaire are taking these programs. So like, it's still Absolutely. really worth it to keep it, but I maybe don't want to do one a month. 
Also, just because my courses are usually six weeks anyway. I think another thing is people are buying those and then they are upselling. And so having a little bit of room to publicly upsell instead of almost just like privately upsell, I think it's going to make a big difference as well. Yeah. So that feels good. Good. And then, yeah, we're really ahead with podcast client crush case studies. We've got four of them banked. So that's feeling good. And we've got some new promo graphics ready. We're working on mindset reset shit. Yeah. I mean, everything's pretty rocking and rolling for the most part, I would say. We finished the content bank project ahead of schedule that was supposed to be done in 11 days. And we finished about four or five days ago. So two weeks ahead of schedule. So that was exciting and spicy. Yeah. So I feel very good. Okay. Good. So you want to talk about mindset? Always. Liar. (laughs) Okay. So tell me how you can be more, what did you say? More magical? Tell me. Yeah. I think I just need to get some sales balls back. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Okay. So for clarifying purposes, let's talk about what Sabs actually means when she says sales balls. Like that is her version of basically feeling really, really confident, really empowered, and really all in on sales. So you can call that absolutely anything that you want to. If you love her term, use it. If you don't, fine. But the energy behind that is what I want you to pay attention to, right? That energy of being all in on something, the energy of feeling super confident about what you're selling and offering, the energy of feeling like there's nothing stopping you from going out and making those sales because you believe so fully in your program or offer and your ability to deliver on it and you want to tell people about it. Like that is the energy there. That's what we want, you know, Sabrina to be able to tap into. And that's what I want you guys to take away from this is like, the energy you bring to sales is one of the biggest determiners of how it feels and how it goes, right? So that's what I was saying earlier. It's not don't sell, it's figure out how to sell in a way that feels good. So for Sabrina, that means having her sales balls, right? But for you, it might mean some other version of that, but figuring out a way to sell that feels super confident, empowered, in integrity, all of those things is really, really what it always is gonna come down to. And it's the energy that will translate into every post you make, every story you do, every reel you create, like that sales balls energy behind it is going to be the biggest determining factor in how it goes and then how much it keeps going because it feels really good for you or it makes you wanna stop because it doesn't. So really make sure to pay attention to that. Figure out what your version of sales balls is, what that feels like to you and pay attention to that energy and try to use it into everything you're doing with sales. I think it's just, we've talked about this on a lot recently, but I think it's just that like, not that passive, like, Ooh, cool. Someone reached out and made me admit them to millionaire or something, but more like I'm like in that place of like getting what I want and like getting the sales. Yeah. I know I got three since we last spoke, but it is pretty cool that I got five this month. Yeah. But also like you got five this month, barely selling it. Yeah. So like, what if you doubled that because you were selling it? That's a spicy thought. Right? Like there's no part of me that thinks you can get 10 if you were talking about it. Like, yeah, watch your fucking stories. Don't, don't try to play me like you've been talking about it. Right. Exactly. Okay. Fine. Fine. Yeah.
Maybe I bought into the internet bullshit that you don't actually have to sell and you don't actually have to handle objections and you don't actually have to chase people or follow up or sign contracts. You're just pretty and people pay you. So Mm -hmm. I think, Lacey, actually you need to step up your game and you need to get activated. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I have been pretty (laughs) irritated about that quite often recently. So I don't know if you're just – you're just mocking me at this point. But yes, that is fucking irritating, right? I think that's part of what, because I was thinking about this because I knew you were going to yell at me about mindset today because, you know, six cents, whatevs. But I just mm-hmm. had this, I was thinking, I was like, why don't I just want to go full sales balls? And it's because I feel like when I see that, I just associate it with bullshit these days. Tell me what you mean. Like when you see someone really selling or when you see people saying you shouldn't have to sell? Well, just I feel like when I see people like really selling and like talking about the mindset and talking about the vibe and all that stuff, because I feel like there's a difference between like what people say versus what they're actually experiencing. Cosign. You know, I'm sure like you know this as well, but I feel like when you get to see the behind this, I know that your clients are obviously like very high integrity and so are mine, but still like when you get to see the behind the scenes of businesses it might not even be our clients' businesses, but someone else or someone that they know. Like we just know that like what people put on social media is not always what's happening in real life. Yeah. So I feel like lately I've just been privy to a lot of that behind the scenes shit. And it almost like, I don't want to be like them in that I'm like selling invisible and doing all the things, even though like, I know that like I'm the happiest I've ever been. Like business is fucking banging. Like everything's great, but it's still just I have this like association in my brain. I feel like with the, you know, liars. Yeah, totally. I mean, I is it they're liars because they're selling, or is it because they're just like full of shit? Full of shit. I know it's not because they're selling, but that's just like the association that's kind of come up in my brain right now lately. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. I feel like in our space to a certain extent, it's almost like one extreme or the other. It's either like way over here where you have to make it seem like you are just like, you know, you just like sit down and meditate for three minutes and money flies at you. Or it's like the other side where it's like, don't do anything. Don't ever look like you want money or clients or whatever, you know? So what do you actually believe here though? Like, what do you know that has worked for you in business? What do you think is true for you in terms of this? I mean, I'm definitely a big believer in sales balls. I know that it gets to be easy, not because it is not hard, but just because that's like a mindset choice to not see everything as fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. I also know that I have like the team, I have the assets, like I have the delivery, which is like what most people don't have. So I know that I've kind of just got all the pieces, but I kind of feel like I'm participating in like a song and monkey dance or whatever that phrase is that I just Mm -hmm. don't want to be the same as them because this is high school and I don't want to be a part of the Mean Girls Click. And in your mind, what is the Mean Girls Click doing right now? Swindling people. (laughs) Okay, fair. I agree. But I also think, I'm assuming we're talking about the same thing, but I think that that's like a very specific corner of the internet right now. Yeah. Yes and no, because I feel like this has started to like spill over. So like I've had some conversations this year with clients who like, they're just like, I just want to receive, like I want to receive. And like, they don't want to have to do anything. Like they don't want to have to post. They don't want to have to sell. They don't want to have to follow up. They just want to receive. 
Yeah. <laughs> I feel like people don't get that like receiving happens when like everything else is in place. Yeah. Right. Like that you have nothing to receive, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't even have an offer. You don't have like a lead gen source. You don't have content. Like there's nothing. It's like when people are like, I want to scale, scale what? Yeah. Scale what? You know? So I feel like it's just starting to kind of like spill over into other corners of the internet. Like I thought it was like kind of contained, but it's just all over the place. And I also know that as someone who is very mindset-y, which it's always funny when people are like, I know you're not really into mindset. I'm like, bitch, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> like, hi, have you seen my best-selling mindset course that everyone copies? But yeah, so I don't know. I just, it's funny. Like, it feels like weird. I feel like tapping back into that side because I also don't want to like perpetuate bullshit either where people are like, well, look at Sabrina. Like, it's so easy for her. And it's like, yeah, because I've been doing this for seven years and I have a big ass team and I have expenses and I have content and I do projects and I do work. And so I know it's about striking the balance and doing both. I just know that when I go like all mindset, I'm like all the way there all the time. I feel like we are touching on so many good um, like industry busting myths here, but I want to talk about what easy actually means and how people confuse that so much. It is not just sitting and receiving. Yes, being able to receive is really, really important and something I work on with my clients a lot that have you know been that high achiever, high performer all their life and have never asked for help or support. Like practicing and flexing the muscle of receiving is so important and like anything else, sometimes that can get misconstrued and get taken way too far where it means, okay, so then don't do anything and just sit and receive. And that's not how it really works either, right? What ease actually means is it feels easeful to go do those things. It feels easeful to receive support. It feels easeful to let a client in when they say yes, right? It's more of a feeling than a lack of action. So where we sometimes get that confused in our brain is we think easy just means lack of having to do things. And that's not it. It's the energy behind it, right? Something I always say is ease is an energy, not an action. You know, we're looking for an action that feels easier. We're looking to not have to take action. And the truth is it's the energy we bring to the actions that will make it feel so much more easy. So just like we were talking about, it's the energy you bring to sales. It's the energy you bring to the actions you're taking. It's not non-action, right? Do some people maybe need to lean back and take a little less action and not burn out? Absolutely. Do some people need to maybe lean in and take a little bit more action and get a little bit more empowered? Absolutely. But it depends on the person. And that's what we have to remember in everything that we're hearing is like, it really, really depends greatly on who we're talking to, what thing or what path is going to generate the most results for them. But Ultimately, the path of just receive and do nothing almost never generates the results that we want because it's missing out on all these other components that we can use to move forward and create success. But is receiving important? Yes, of course it is. So just remember, there's a lot of nuance there and being really clear on that is super important for your ability to move forward and create the results you want. Well, I think what's helpful to think about is like you get to be the difference in that. Like, I think like if, if everyone is kind of being like, oh, you don't have to sell, you don't have to whatever, you don't have to show up. You're like, get to show them like, actually, no, like I make the most sales when I sell, I make the most sales when I show up. Like, could you be sort of like 
the the version of that because I think right now everyone sees you in that camp to a certain extent because it doesn't look like you're selling really. Yeah. Doesn't look like you're showing up really. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> What's the face? I send my emails. I post my podcasts. Right. Listen, I'm not saying you you are like falling off the face of the earth, but I'm just saying like, I think that there is a way in which you could be like, if, if I think that they should be doing these things, what would it look like to kind of be an example of that a little bit more instead of almost shy away from it? Well, I feel like that's like part of the motivation for doing literally with you is like people yeah. see the behind the scenes. Totally. We're moving to two podcasts a week. We are consistently at three emails a week. Um, we're going to have a real a day. Plus we're going to also add in additional content. So I feel like I am doing quite a bit. Okay. But what am I talking about? Cause you know what I'm meaning, even though you're trying to dance around it, I know you fucking know what I read. She's bullying me. <laughs> help, help, and help. <laughs> safe word, safe word. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know. I'm just being a little bitch because I feel like it. Okay, but what do I mean? Do the thing. Sell the thing. Be the thing. I just mean you're not selling. I mean, I think you're doing all the things that you just said. Like, your emails are great, but, like, are you selling in them? Obviously. I had three millionaire people buy, plus accelerator people, plus Black Friday bootcamp people, plus 2023 sales planning workshop people. Mm-hmm. Duh. You know I'm on your email list, right? Mm. Yeah, but you never read them. Sometimes I read them. I do not see sales. I can't hear you. Mm-hmm. Is your internet cutting out? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can hear you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. That would have been great. 30 minutes of what? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> that would have really, really helped this. Okay, so fine. So don't sell any more than what? You're already doing everything you could do. So what? Fuck it. Yeah. This season is a wrap. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Cut it. Yeah. No, I know. I will I will sell the things. I will sell the shit. I will sell the shit. Fair. Okay. So we're in agreement that that would be the goal. Yeah. The goal slash the mindset thing slash the next thing to tackle since we've kind of crushed everything else is to get back into the daily habit of selling. Okay, good. Agree. So like I said earlier, obviously a huge fan of selling in business. And one of the reasons I'm such a huge fan of selling in business is because if you ask most business owners, they want to be making sales really, really consistently. And so if you want to be making sales really, really consistently, you need to be selling really, really consistently. Like those two things are completely and totally intertwined, right? So the goal of selling daily can be one of the best things that you can do for your business at any level, right? Whether you're already making millions or haven't gotten your first client, if you want to keep growing, then putting that attention to selling every day can make such a difference. And I think where this freaks people out is they think that it has to be one really specific thing. Like it has to be this like huge pitch email or, you know, they have to like, do a video sales letter every single day or you know just like all of this stuff that it doesn't have to be like selling every day might be reaching out to one person following up with one lead right it does not have to be these like big things all the time or these huge like direct 
calls to action every single day, although some of my clients do that and it can be that too. But it's just like, if you want to be making the sales, are you putting energy towards sales every day? So the way your energy might go toward it today is following up with one person, the way it might go toward it tomorrow is getting on video and, and making an ask. But none of those are necessarily better or worse. It's just about doing the actions consistently. So I'd love to challenge you if you're listening to this to see what that would be like for you. You know, Sabs has obviously made a commitment to do it every day. So what would it be like for you to join her in that? Maybe you only do it, make that for 10 days and just try it out. Maybe you make it for 30 and see how it feels for a minute. Maybe you join her and make it for 45. Like it doesn't matter what that is for you. It's just about testing that commitment and showing yourself what it looks like to put energy towards sales every single day if that's what you want us to see more of them daily. Now that we're same page, what is the mindset shift that need to happen? Obviously it's like not seeing yourself as part of that like ick world because I agree with that. But like what I think is so interesting about that is like I feel like for me and you tell me this still is true, but I feel like being out there and selling almost takes you out of that world to a certain extent because you're not sort of just doing the like, I just sit here and try to make it look like it happens. But you tell me what comes up for you there. I think, yes, that's part of it. I think it also just gets me like very focused on my own shit. No more voodoo dolls of other people who are fucking up my clients and fucking up my day in return. So. Which is frustrating. I mean, like realistically speaking, like it is – annoying to be out there selling and then having people yeah come into your programs that have like a totally messed up mindset about what it means to run a business so like yeah you know seeing you in that but yeah I think that like there's a way that those are the people you want to get to a certain extent because like we can kind of help them <laughs> yeah we have to like de-brainwash them like deprogram yeah. them yeah right right it's almost like you could be quiet but like how how does that help the people that are like I have no idea how to run a business and now I'm drowning in debt because of it. And, and, yeah. and like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like you have to be everyone's savior by any means, but I think like you do have a loud voice in our industry. And unless you're speaking to it, everyone feels like something's wrong with them. And that's how this stuff stays quiet and hidden. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. I really like Law & Order SVU. So I could just pretend that I'm Olivia Benson saving everyone from a cult because the cult episodes are always the best ones. You love the cold episodes. They're so good. That could be you, imagine. I know. Yeah, okay. Can do. Does that like do it for you? Does that get you like hyped to be like, okay, like they need to hear this from me or like what what comes up? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the big thing that I maybe need to do is like have like a wall of post-it notes and just like imagine it filled with names or something, you know, like, I feel like I know that I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go get a hundred people. But then I was like, you know mm -hmm. what? Bored, lazy. So like, maybe I just need to like put the post-it notes on the thing and just start fucking filling those. Yeah, totally. I feel like it's almost just having like, I think for you, like you are like getting back accustomed to like having that yeah. North star that you're like focused on on a regular basis. And so yeah. having like a physical representation of that, I think would be helpful. Cause I don't think that it's necessarily, tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you're necessarily like, Oh, I know I said that I wanted a hundred people, but fuck it. I don't want them. I think you're literally just like, I forgot. Like, it's just not like present. 
Yes, I agree with that. I was actually going to get myself a bracelet if I did that, but the problem is I can't take my current bracelet off, so I don't know if we should add on a second. Why can't we add a second? Because I can't take the first one off. So why can't you wear two? Well, I can, but like, what if I want to take them off one day and I can only take off one but not the other? That's kind of weird. I think you'll be okay. But I thought that the Cartier Small Love Band 10 Diamonds could be a really nice welcome addition. Because I've got the regular size four diamonds and I've got the Juice and Clo. And I was like, maybe the small 10 diamonds could be spicy because I haven't bought any jewelry in like a long ass time. I know you really haven't. And that, yeah. that feels very um, Singapore Sabs, doesn't it? Yes. $10,000 bracelets do that to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because I got my bracelet September 2017. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I got some nice diamond earrings in Paris. I think Christmas 2019, and that was kind of like the last time I really bought jewelry. Very interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. So I think that could be fun and spicy as like a little anchor point. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think, you know, we talked about like travel last time, but I know you got sick, but like, I think that it's almost like you need to be like what we just were talking about is like having post-its on the wall that are like the physical representation. I think other things that are a physical representation is really, really helpful for you. Like, whether it's a bracelet or a trip or like, it doesn't matter. It's just like, I think that that used to help you anchor it in so much more rather than it kind of just feeling like this ethereal thing, but it's more like, it's like an actual representation of what you want or what you're creating or what you're doing. And I think like bringing physicality to that is really helpful. All right. So I want to talk about bringing physicality to your goals or creating a physical representation of those goals. I think that sometimes this can feel like a little surface level, like, ooh, if I do the thing, I get a bracelet. And like, yes, in some way it is fun and frivolous and that's actually great. But I think in another way, it's really, really important to have these physical representations of what we're trying to create because sometimes when we're growing our business, it can feel really hard to feel deeply connected to and land those kind of bigger, broader goals, like grow the business, right? But when we can bring physical representations to it, it's kind of amazing how much more our brain and body can lock into those things. So I am such a believer in having those things. And for you, it might not be a bracelet. It might be something totally different, but are you creating physicality with your goals? Are you bringing physical representations of them to you? And then also what's kind of cool about doing things like that is you might have things around you that remind you of when you accomplish goals, which is a beautiful, beautiful mindset hack for continuing to build self-trust. Like I know for me personally, I wear a bracelet every day that represents a really, really big goal I hit in my business. And when I look at that, the amount of self-trust I feel in knowing that I was able to set this goal, go after it, accomplish it is really incredible. And so having that representation on me or in my environment all the time is actually super beautiful and useful. So just wanting to give that thought again, like sometimes it can just be fun and frivolous and that's cool. And there's nothing wrong with that. And sometimes doing this has a much deeper meaning and impact on us in terms of our mindset and our self-trust. And I think it's really worth playing with that in your own business. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of fun things lately, but I don't think I've necessarily like tied them to my success as much. So maybe just using the things I'm already doing and like creating a story around it. Yeah. Yay. Cross another million. Yay. Sold five millionaire spots. Yay. Did whatever. Just like that kind mm-hmm. of shit. 
So make make small goals for me right now that we like get to celebrate. Like what's our next thing? I mean, I know we're working towards something bigger, but like what's like the you could celebrate this in three weeks kind of thing. I could go sell 10 accelerator spots. That would be amazing. Well, I have to sell 100. So 10 would be a great start. All right. We've already got 10, but we'll get another 10. Okay. And what will you do? Is that the bracelet? I was going to keep the bracelet for 100. I guess we could okay. do it for but that seems like bitching out. <laughs> okay. What, what do you want instead for 10? Wait, I don't know. I legally changed my last name to Nguyen. How do I say that? Nguyen? Nguyen. Nguyen. Yeah. I legally changed my last name and Kenny can adopt me. That feels more like for, it's for Kenny, not for you. <laughs> Is that you saying that we need to up it to 50 accelerator spots or what's <laughs> Kenny will be like watching your Instagram every day, making sure you're pitching. That's the of my life. Yep. Okay. 10 accelerator spots. We could do a family trip to my favorite hotel in the Highlands. Yes, I like that. Maybe something Christmassy. Yep. That sounds good. Okay. So what's our like, I mean, you know, not that it has to be this, but like, do you have a timeline on that or does it not matter? I would just say ASAP. (laughs) Okay. You know? Yeah. Like in the next month. Oh, sooner than that, Lacey. Don't be a pussy. Like a week and a half, two weeks. Listen, I'm just trying to fill you out here, okay? No, faster than that. Come on. Don't be boring. Okay. I'm a week then. How about that? Let's not be boring. Don't overdo it here. All right, Goldilocks. What do you want from me? I don't know. We'll see. Just let me live. Okay, fine. We'll let you live. How about, how about, how about, how about, how about? Actually, I get presents for selling every day instead of actually selling the spots. I like that actually better. That way we reward the behavior instead of the goal because we know that people are going to buy from me anyway. Yep. I like that. Okay. Okay. So you're going to sell every day for the next 10 days. Is that fair to say? Yep. And if I sell every day, well, I want my bracelet by Christmas. So can we say 45 days I get the bracelet? 40 days? Sounds like a holy number, doesn't it? I I like 45. That feels like half of 90. I don't know. There's I like something about that. 45 days, I get the bracelet. 15 days, I get the trip. 30 days, I get the name change. (laughs) Done. Sold. Fantastic. So Sabrina said something important at the end that we talk about a lot, which is reward behavior and not just outcome. The reason that's so important is because so often in business, the outcome is in many regards out of our control, right? And I know that we don't always want to hear or acknowledge that, but it's true, right? Like I can make a reel and the outcome of that can be totally out of my control. Like it could take off and get, you know, total viral status, tons of views, all the things, or it could just not. And in many ways I can't ensure that outcome one way or another. So if I'm only basing my actions on that outcome, then I would just stop doing them and and I probably wouldn't ever get that viral moment if I wanted it, right? Or I can reward the behavior. Like the fact that I created and posted it is enough. The fact that I showed up today and did the thing is what gets me the reward, which is so helpful for long-term thinking and for your long-term mindset, right? Because business doesn't usually look like action, outcome, action, outcome. It usually looks like action, 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 outcome, 
in ways you couldn't have even expected. <laughs> you know what I mean? So rewarding a behavior is so much better for our mindset ultimately because it helps us stay in the action. And what we know is that when we stay in the action, that compounds and gets us better and better results over time. So look at that in your own business. Where are you only rewarding yourself for outcomes and where can you start rewarding yourself more for actions, right? I know I just mentioned like bringing physicality to a goal and sometimes that goal can just be the goal of doing something every day. So for Sabrina, she's not getting the bracelet because she got some outcome. She is getting the bracelet because she hit the goal of doing the things every day. And that can be way more impactful for our mindset. Again, in terms of like, I trusted that I showed up for myself in that way. And in building that self-trust and even having it represent some other type of monetary goal can be, I think both are useful and work, but at the end of the day, you giving yourself a reward for your behavior is going to help you create more consistency and more results long-term. So consider that in your own business this week too. Like where can you set a goal that is about behavior and not just outcomes? Oh, are you going to get Kenny the whiskey advent calendar again this year? Oh, I don't know. They didn't send it out yet. You'll have to maybe check their website or look for that, but that might be a good one. Okay, done. I like this. So you're saving the people. What other mindset do we need to put in place to make this feel good? You're getting things. You're saving people. Me having sales balls gives my clients permission to have sales balls, which is great. It really does. They're happy and they have higher client results. I think that's so relevant. Like, not that you have to do it just for them, but I do think that that it can be a thing sometimes where it's like they're looking at you because you're their mentor and they're like, but right. you don't have to sell. And it's like, yeah, uh, right. It's confusing. Yeah, for sure. So that feels good to me. You know what I think it can also feel really exciting about is like, then when you're putting out content that says stuff like that, it feels super aligned. Not that it's not anyway, because obviously like Mm -hmm. you can believe someone should do something that you're not doing necessarily. But I do think that that might make you feel like even more jazzed about like creating some stuff because it's going to feel like you're literally in it and being the, you know, the be your own best case study kind of version of that. What do you think? Check plus. And also this kind of has to be your thing to tackle because you've sort of tackled the other things. It's not like, yeah, getting six months ahead on the podcast is like a thing that needs to be a thing. Do you know what I mean? We already did that, but yeah, I hear you. But you know what I'm saying? Like again and again, like that, right? Like we need something else, right? Yeah, I hear you. So that feels good. When do you feel like is the last time you had sales balls? I feel like they were sales ballsy at the Abundant AF launch. If you disagree because you want to rip my soul out, then I would say last Black Friday when we did like 800K in two weeks was pretty ace. Okay. You know? I'm down with that one. So we're defining selling as like a daily pitch. Mm -hmm. Yes. Stories or email or stories plus email if an email goes up. Both. I mean, you don't have to email every day, but every email having something. Okay. I will make that happen because I really want that bracelet. <laughs> See, this shit works. What um, what do you think was the energy you were in last Black Friday? Like, why do you think that was the last time? Like, what was happening then? I love Christmas. I think it makes me feel magical. It does. 
you know, so that was pretty good. I think that definitely helps just feeling like very celebratory and it's the end of the year and just like crushing it and like champagne and hanging out and like friends came by. So I think that that energy is present, just needs to be redirected for good. Yeah, you really do. Like this is your, this is your season. You really shine. Coach's Kitchen Christmas Edition. Ooh. I know. Are we doing that? Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? I was thinking maybe like seven days of reels with like my top favorite like Christmas recipes. Done. Mm -hmm. That's such a great one. You would have so much fun with that. Whether other people like it or not is not even relevant at that point because you would have the best time with that. Yeah. So I'm going to show them like my cranberry sauce, my cocktails. Well, y'all. So in. Okay. When are we doing this? December. Give me a week. The second week. Because the first week we're doing podcast promo, which I ordered mugs and I got the samples back and they look awesome. Okay, good. They're about like $15 each with shipping if they're within the United States. If they're outside of the United States, they get much more expensive. But I thought I would give away like 200 of them or something. Yeah. I love it. So we'll do that. Okay. So that's first week. So second week we'll do this. Yeah. Yep. So fun. Oh my gosh. I love that. You are going to see, this is like, I think such a good reminder for you too, where it's like, you just get to do the stuff you want now. Like that is the thing you've bought yourself permission in your business Mm -hmm. is to be like, you get to do whatever you want. It's like, as long as you're visible, that's helpful. As long as you're enjoying it, that's what's helpful. Like, yeah, this is kind of the yeah, permission that you bought yourself, you know? I think what's like frustrating is like people think that they can have it now and it's like, but you, right. like mm-hmm. you can't, not be, not because like it's, there's something wrong or like bad or anything, but it's like you haven't like put in the upfront work. Do you feel like you just want to talk about that more? Maybe. I feel like I'm kind of doing that in CEO confessions. I think you are. I think you could do one like this. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. you can't do whatever you want or whatever. You know what I mean? I have a spicy motherfucking email coming out this week. Tell me. I don't even think you're going to like it. Okay. It's about firing clients this year. I don't know. like that. Yeah. Why am I not going to like it? I don't know. Because you're usually a nice person. Oh, is it? Is it like intense? I mean, I won't make it that intense because, you know, I want to stay on the Christmas list. But yeah, this was like the first year that I had like no fucks given and I fired a couple of clients. Yeah. I'm going to talk about why I did that and how to fire clients if someone needs to do that. I love it. I think these are going super well. I'm like so, so into that. And I also feel like this is you like pushing back against the stuff that's bugging you. So it makes you feel like you want to be part of the industry because you're having that conversation instead of wanting to hide from it, you know? Yes. Retweet. What's the title? I don't know. The first one I originally had was like, you outgrow clients. And I was good. The angle was kind of going to be like, it really pisses me off when people say they outgrow clients financially. Like there's no such thing. Like maybe people just can't afford their services, but you didn't outgrow them. So you can't outgrow people in income, but you can outgrow them in integrity. And like Mm -hmm. to a point where like, it's not aligned to like hang on anymore. Cause I feel like sometimes I've just put up with a bunch of bullshit for the sake of like, being the coach and holding space and being super neutral. And then this year there were a few instances where I was just like, no more. And I think Mm -hmm. it's part of like a larger shift away from 
some stuff, but yeah. So I feel like those are almost like two different ones, even like that's what I thought too. So we'll see. Yeah. Like the, you can't outgrow them financially as one, but then I also think that like firing people for like, yeah, not that reason is also one. Maybe I'll just call it you're fired. I like that. That's actually what I was thinking. And put some Donald Trump emojis in there just to really aggravate people. I mean, let's not go that far, but I, I think you could play with your fire. Okay. Yeah, so we'll do that. Okay, good. The more we talk about this, the more I'm like excited for you to actually put these out there more publicly because I actually think that may be really helpful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so you know what the obvious last question I'm going to ask you is, right? Probably something about journaling. Yep. What are you doing for your mindset work right now if mindset's the thing? I come to the calls. No, that's not it. I journaled once. You gave me a prompt and I did it and I sent you a picture. You did. I know though. And we had a really lovely conversation about that. So what if you did that more? What if you sent me journaling prompts more? Okay. I would be happy to. Cool. If, if we're also committed to those. So if we're doing 10 days of sales selling every day? What if we did 10 days of journaling every day and like really up the ante here? 45 days of selling and journaling equals bracelet. Boom. Oh shit. That's spicy. Wowza. You're going to take over the fucking world. I know. God, the last time you journaled for 45 days, you were like a billionaire. Basically. (laughs) Yeah. World domination. I can do that. When was that? When you were so into it for a while. Do you remember when you would carry around your journal everywhere you went? What was that, like 2018? 2016, 2017. Yeah, I had two. I had a small one and a big one. I know. And you like literally wouldn't go anywhere without them. I was a freak. I know. And it worked so well, didn't it? It did. Okay, 45 days. Are we shaking on this? Okay. Mm-hmm. How will I know? I will upload pictures to base camp. Okay, fair. I'm going to keep track. Can't have you sneak in that bracelet. Yeah. That's some spicy okay. shit right there. I'm into this. I'll make myself a note. Okay. Last question. Yep. Let's talk about for those 45 days, I mean, I kind of know that you know like what's on deck, but like, are you mixing millionaire in? Or are you mostly focused on wealthy right now? I mean, I know all of them are open, but like, how do you kind of want to like stack that right now? I'm going to just keep it very segmented. So it's yeah. like under 15K go here, over 15K go there. So I think I'll be just kind of pitching them both equally and like trusting my audience is smart enough to figure it the fuck out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's after sales planning workshop? Vision board party, but that's free. So okay. that's December 28th. Uh, sales planning workshop is December 8th. So there's about 20 days, three weeks in between those. Okay, um, perfect. So yeah, that feels good. Okay. So we have like really good space to do the 45 days. Like it's, it's yeah. super open in some ways. Yeah, that will take us to December 22nd. Okay. So cool. if I'm like... 38 days in, I'm going to order my bracelet so I can have it here by Christmas. And then if I don't do the 45 days, Paul will send it back. So he'll hold it hostage until then. I need like confirmation around that. 
but we can cross that bridge when we get there. I just yep. know how these things work. And I know that. Are you doubting me? Somehow, Paul, yes, I believe that it would be like, Paul's holding it hostage. And what that means is it's in your closet. But if I'm like 38 days deep, why wouldn't I do the last seven? I don't know, because the bracelet's there. No, it's not, because if I don't do it, then I don't get it. Okay, good. Same page. Maybe we'll get to like 41 days and then we'll order it so it's here by Christmas. Yeah. Just take the win. I'll take it. Yeah. I feel confident about that. Yeah. Okay, so are we starting today or tomorrow? Today. Okay, so I'm going to see you sell something today. Duh. And I'm going to get a journal picture. If you send me journal prompts, you have to do your part too, Lacey. What do I get? You get to see me in like a week and a half. (laughs) You you get a really exciting literally season. That's true. You know? That's a win. Yeah. Okay, I'm bought in. We're going to do this. All right. I will be watching. Noted. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I'm proud of you. You know I love giving you a hard time, but you really have been so consistent. You're doing such a great job, and I just really want you to know how much I'm proud of you and how much credit I give you for showing up in a way that you've never shown up before. Normally, I would, like, be really emotional and appreciate that, but I feel slightly dead inside today, so I can't totally receive that. But, like, logically, my brain appreciates it. Okay, good. Well, I'll just keep telling you, and then when you have a not dead inside day. Yeah. Maybe like send those texts like after 9.30 p.m. when I'm at the bar, and I think that they would probably land a lot better. Okay. I'll work on that. (laughs) Or we could just make it so you're not dead inside, which, you know, goals. My therapist was traveling last week, so I think I'm going to be dead inside for a while. Okay. That's fair. We'll welcome her back. Yep. We'll see her on Friday. Good. Okay, well, I'm very proud of you. You're amazing. I love you. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I am forever grateful to you for being part of our journey and spending your time with us each week. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking a reviewer to give my MSC bundle to as a thank you for listening. This bundle combines trainings and workbooks that walk you through a condensed version of the work I do with my one-on-one clients through my mindset strategy and execution framework. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. And if you want more tips and strategies for growing and scaling your own business but are short on time, then you're going to want to opt into my private podcast feed, Back Pocket Business Mentor. You'll get immediate access to a private podcast feed full of tons of three-minute episodes where I talk about everything from how to pick a strategy and business model that works for you to how to show up online as an expert and increase your conversions. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash back pocket to dive in.